0: there,
1: you're
0: about to enjoy the Chronicles of Tom and Jamie. Hi everyone, I'm Kevin Matton.
2: Hey
1: guys, my name's Annabelle Knight. Hello, this is Becky Baldwin.
2: Hello, I'm Chesney. Hey, what's up everyone, this is Brayden from Say We Can Fly. Hello everybody and welcome to the 122nd edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And these right here are the Chronicles of of Frank Turner. It is I, the bearded Brummy Jamie, and joining me as always this week, as always, is this handsome fella right here. It's the Scotsman Tom, uh, welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this week we bring you, quite frankly, a legend oh. in the world of alternative music, a man who's about to release his milestone tenth studio album, Undefeated, which to release on May third. A man known for his trusty acoustic guitar and his sleeping souls. We're hoping he won't tell us to do one. As we say, no, Frank, thank you for the music. As we bring you the chronicles of Frank Turner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. I'm, I mean, I'm very touched. That was um, that must have taken you a while.
2: I was quite proud of that. I'm not going to lie yeah, you. The, yeah, yeah, yeah you, lie should lie be.
1: you should be. That's I the best I'm... intro on a podcast I've had in a while.
2: Yes! I think I've disappointed him, but I've made you happy, so that's all it counts.
1: I'm stoked. I'm absolutely <laughs> stoked. You, by the way, you've you've brought up there um, something I sort of hadn't really thought about, which is um, now that I'm out there promoting the album, the first single is a song called Do One, and it's kind of a it's a, it's a a, do- a double entendre because um, the song has the word do a lot in the chorus. But obviously, we all know that Do One's a sort of quite gentle, slightly English way of telling somebody <laughs> no. to... Am I swearing on this podcast? Yes, yes, of course you, you am. Yeah. Someone, telling someone to piss off, basically. Um, they don't know that in America uh, or Italy uh, or Germany and places like that. So you try and explain to people that it's also kind of a song called Fuck Off. And they're just like, wow, this is amazing, you know. Um, uh, you know, and I'm not pointing fingers because I don't really speak any um, other languages other than like um, GCSE French. So like, I'm not pointing any fingers, but it's quite funny just sort of watching the scales fall from people's eyes. <laughs> anyway, right. Anyway. No, no, no. That was that was super. I mean I mean obviously you tried your little bit of hand well, you got forced to try and do it in Dutch. I did just I see did, that. Yes, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, that was sprung on me. Um uh it was fun. It's a good time. I mean I've sung the song, I've recorded it in German, which is out and we've done a Spanish version and we're working on some other ones as well. But you know, I'm just good at reading out words off a bit. Look, I've actually, funnily enough, I've got some right here. There's the German one. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, I'm good at reading it out. That's not the same as speaking a language.
0: No. Well, yeah. I mean, he
1: seemed impressed. It's quite an insane <laughs> language, the Dutch. It it's... is. He'd also he'd Google translated the lyrics. And the thing is, you know, it is at least on some level that my work has ambitions towards sort of poetic structure. And you have to sort of <laughs> like, the rhythm comes into it, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Once you make it music so um yeah that was hard that one that yeah it was more insane because it's like well how do you know these actually are your lyrics how do you not know that you're just like (laughs) maybe
0: sacrificing a goat and
1: yeah or just sort of just just blindly wandering into the valley of cancellation in in holland um you know who knows maybe maybe my career in holland is already over (laughs) i like to think someone would have told me
2: Oh, well, you'd like to hope, like so, to hope but... so, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> oh but Before we talk about all about music, we, we always like to start with the same question What did young Master Turner want to do when he was growing up? <laughs> Has it always been music for you, or was it like train driver? I don't know. Um,
1: <laughs> depends how young we want to go. I mean, when I i kind of got into metal when I was about 10, and from which point on, the only thing I wanted to do was be in a band. Um, and sort of in a sort of startling defiance of the odds, it worked out. And the older I get, the more unlikely I realize that is now. Obviously, when you're 10, you're like, yeah, I'm going to be in a band. Why why, why would I not be in a band? Um, And uh, so as more time goes by, I'm like, fucking hell, it worked. Um, uh, But before that, I mean, I wanted to be a paleontologist for a bit, which is a fancy way of saying I like dinosaurs a lot. uh, I mean, there was a. I mean, there was a long period of time when I wasn't sure that that being a musician would work out, and I probably would have ended up being a teacher. I suspect if that hadn't worked. It's important for me to say that I don't mean to say by that that I think that being a teacher is easy. It's just it runs in my family. Um, my mum was a teacher for years, and is. I find teaching terrifying, actually. Um, uh, but it's probably where I would have drifted to, that or paleontology, I suppose.
0: Yeah, I mean. I don't think that like, teaching now nowadays, the generation that we have must
1: be fucking insane. I mean, it's. I think it's a hugely admirable thing to do with your time, oh. and um, uh requires a lot of skill. So, the, yeah, I just sort of. I don't want it to be like, yeah, you know, I probably. It's, it's, how hard can it be? I know the answer to that question. I know the answer to that question, which is very hard. So, for all the teachers out there, hats off. Yeah, we salute you. We
0: absolutely, absolutely salute you,
1: legends. But like. <laughs> were you influenced by your parents music please? like what sort of stuff are they into <laughs> i mean in in a sort of negative way um <laughs> uh i love you know i'm again i'm sort of old enough now to see all of this with it with a degree of kind of context but like essentially my parents sort of don't really believe in drum kits or electrification when it comes to music and i don't mean that they're like pete Seeger fans i mean that like their music taste sort of ended in about 1910, I guess. Oh, I, would say. Okay. Oh. I mean, Benjamin Britten's a little bit modern to my mum and dad and that's fine. I mean, that's their taste in music, but like they, um, you know, they, I'm not really sure that my parents knew who the Beatles were until I told them kind of thing. Um, wow. Uh, so that's, um, and then also like essentially so, I mean, there was music in the house, but it was generally classical music or kind of church music by my parents, quite religious. Um, and so it was that. Um, there was a little bit of stuff. There was there was Flanders and Swan. I don't know if you're familiar with Flanders and Swan. They did, you'll know Mud, Mud, Glorious Mud, um, possibly the Gnu song, um, stuff like that. They were kind of hall esque kind of thing. We used to listen to that. But I mean, um, when I was about 10, I got into metal. As I said, I went and got a copy of I think either Raw or Kerrang! magazine, because it had Iron uh, Maiden on the front cover. Um, and it had an article on Cannibal Corpse in there. And my mum read it and went, no, no, no. Um, <laughs> and basically banned me from buying music magazines or records or going to shows or any list of the radio, all that sort of thing. So um, not for very long, it's worth that's adding. That's oh. But like, you know, there was a, and, and like, I can now see that if a 10 year old came home with a kind of a, a photo shoot of Cannibal Corpse, yeah. didn't <laughs> you know what it was. I can sort of understand now rather better. But so my parents influence on my music was more like, I say, negative. I mean, it's it's a funny thing you'll notice, by the way, I give long answers to short questions. Yes, the, it's the, it's the, it's um, it's like I with all the respects in the world, but I have friends who are musicians or whatever, who grew up with their parents record collection and lots of encouragement from their mum and dad and stuff. And obviously that's good and that's fine. But I just find it quite weird because it's like. The fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was a kid, like I really, really had to like fight to do this kind of to do music full stop, basically. Um, and therefore it's mine and I will defend it. Do you know what I mean? So absolutely.
2: So what was it then that made you go, do you know what? I actually want to do this. I want to learn to play music.
1: I mean, I guess I'm just a am I'm a, I'm one of life's participators. I, I heard and I made a record and it completely and utterly flipped a switch in my mind. I'd never really heard anything like it before. Uh, obviously, I was aware of kind of rock music broadly speaking because I had a TV. I'd seen Top Gun. Do you know what I mean? Like, whatever. <laughs> but, but, like, but um, Iron Maiden was just like, holy cow. And then it just, my immediate thought was, like, I have to get an instrument and I have to learn how to play. And my best friend. When since I was three, who is still one of my best friends now, we put out a record together called Eating Before Swimming um, a couple of years ago that you should check out. Um, uh, anyway, he had a drum kit and he was like, you're getting a guitar, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I went, OK, and then and it went from there.
2: That's amazing. But I I didn't actually realize until I was doing my research for this, like Call Me Ignorant, that you started your career in hardcore bands. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't
1: actually realize this. I mean, so- Million Dead was the end of my hardcore period. There, was, <laughs> there were bands before then as well, yeah. Um,
2: I can't help but wonder now what the parents think of that
1: (laughs) oh they weren't keen but I essentially um, I got shipped off to a boarding school when I was about seven years old Um, so my relations with them were pretty arm's length anyway um Let's not go hugely into that, no. but let's, let, me, let me just say I wasn't a fan of that setup. <laughs> um It wasn't something that I wanted to happen. But there it was. Uh, but I mean, essentially, by the time I was about 15, 16 years old, i would figured out that there was an active hardcore scene in London. So I just stopped going home, basically. And um, whenever I was supposed to go home, I would go to London and go to hardcore shows or kind of the Anarchist Book Fair or like, um, you know, J, J18 demos, whatever it might be. Reclaim the streets, all that kind of thing. So I, I, I uh they weren't keen but they also weren't really <laughs> there Well, i wasn't there so there wasn't a huge amount they could do but i did my first tour in in the summer of 98 when i was 16 years old so um in a in a diy uh straight edge hardcore band um and uh almost no one came almost as long
2: as it. Almost. As long as long as someone
1: There were a couple of shows where there were some people there. But um, we did it with the Salisbury show. We booked the tour ourselves. We were all 16 years old and we got to Salisbury and the venue had never heard of us, uh, which was encouraging. Um, So we played in a pub down the road to two people who left. Uh, oh. because, well, they weren't, really, we were kind of a pretty aggressive, screamy hardcore band called knee Jerk, and, um, they were not planning on this on their night out and we're just like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, shut up. Um, so, so yeah, but yeah, definitely. I mean the hardcore punk and punk rock broadly speaking and hardcore punk specifically is, is definitely what I regard as my hinterland.
2: Oh, how times change when it comes to the size of your crowd. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, how do you go then from playing hardcore music to doing what you're doing now? What was that shift?
1: Um, I mean, basically, uh, by the time you get to about 2005, I've been touring on and off for six, seven years in hardcore bands and with other hardcore bands and listening to hardcore bands in the van. It just all got a bit kind of tedious. Um, also, because I kind of started off with uh, metal and then got into kind of Nirvana and then to punk and then into hardcore, like um, I kind of. I was like put it this way, I knew the song, the Minutemen song, Bob Dylan wrote propaganda songs before I'd ever heard any Bob Dylan songs. Um, uh, like so my my understanding of music was completely inside out. And then um uh you know i kind of basically started investigating neil young and johnny cash and bruce springsteen and and sort of Mm. that sort of territory and it was all news to me and it was i was just kind of people like have you ever have you guys heard like the rolling stones and (laughs) (laughs) and they just be like shut the fuck up um so so it kind of broadened my horizons a lot and then i was very interested in the kind of singer songwriter thing there were practical reasons as well the last band i was in million dead kind of fell apart pretty acrimoniously and i I'm old enough now to look back and see my own, the part I played in that, but at the time I felt like it, I got let down. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it was like, well, fuck everybody. If it's just me and a guitar, then um, no one can let me down. And there was something quite sort of punk to me about just, because, you know, did got quite complicated, let's say towards the end musically, we were getting, you know, we were into stuff like kind of Botch and Dillinger and that sort of thing. And, and like going from that into playing, you know, four chords on an acoustic guitar, on your own is a is a wrenching change and it felt good in the sense that it was like getting me out of any comfort zones I might have developed and it felt punk in a a, a roundabout way I
2: love the fact that 10 years old you knew who Cannibal Corpse was we didn't know who the Rolling Stones
1: were I mean it's (laughs) it's 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 true I also I'm not really a Rolling Stones fan I'm sorry to say the Beatles are the better band there I fucking said it
2: I agree sir I agree also and
1: also we're all aware that the answer to that question is actually the kinks Anyway, moving on.
0: Um, But you've got your brand new album, your 10th record coming out May 3rd. Are you excited
1: for the release? Uh, very. I mean, um, obviously, as as the 10th Super K would, would um, imply, I, it's not my first rodeo, but like um, <laughs> uh, I'm kind of used to the process now. But like it's still, yeah, it's ex- it's exciting and nerve wracking in equal measure. Um, you know, there's new music. I'm excited to share it. I'm kind of nervous for that bit when someone there's a weird time thing going on with. I spent two years making a record that's 44 minutes long and then somebody listens to it in 44 minutes or less and goes, eh. And you're just like, but but that's the yeah, yeah. news of my fucking life. <laughs> yeah. um, do you know what I mean? And and obviously, actually, they're entirely within their rights. Anyone's entirely within their rights to think whatever they want about my record or indeed anybody else's. Um, so you can't really complain about that. And I am I am sort of accustomed to that now. But it's an odd thing. Uh, but I'm excited about it. I hope that people like it. I mean, it's funny going, talking about the things we we're just talking about. I've definitely in the last couple of records, this one and this predecessor, kind of come sort of brought a bit more of my kind of musical starting points back into what I do. Um, The boundaries between me as a solo artist and just the music I like have kind of falling apart again in a good way because ultimately i just i, I the first track on the last album is called non Serviam and it's a straight up hardcore song and i started writing it and thought well this will be for a side project and then it was like well why i mean it's my name on the front cover and i am me um so i can do what the fuck i want and and uh, and and here we go so um so yeah so I'm, I'm very proud of it i it's clearly the best record i've ever made if not the best record any human has ever made ever and people should pre-order it immediately
0: absolutely i completely agree with you but you mentioned about people mm. listening to it in less than forty-four minutes, or you know, or just listening to it once time. Do, I think the Spotify generation these days, people go,
1: "Oh, cool, that was great. What's next?" And then, there is a fair degree of that. And like, I mean, actually, myself, my wife and I have recently. Um, Uh, we kind of went and got a a working record player. Like, you know, I've always sort of like had vinyl around the house, but my wife inherited some family vinyl and and it was like, let's get a fucking proper record player. And like, we're on a bit of a vinyl trip right now. And it is so much better because you put a record on and you fucking concentrate on it and you listen to the music and it. You know, I do think that as you get older, your head fills up to a degree. And I don't think any of us need to lose sleep over that. It's just entropy, man. But like, um, you know, it does remind me of being a kid and listening to music because you're just much more focused on it. And I think that's a beautiful thing. But I mean, like I so said, there's, there, there's no point in me complaining about the way that my music is received or, or consumed or however you want to put it. Ultimately, oh, yeah, I put I'll- it out into the world. I don't mean to complain about it, but I just thought
0: that this day and age now where you've got got TikTok and all social media. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ,
1: TikTok. I mean, (laughs) it is the the, I mean, I'm on TikTok. I do stuff on TikTok. It's a necessary evil from a professional point of view uh, doing what I do for a living. But like uh, the first time I went on there, A friend of mine was like, just spend spend some time kind of looking around it. And I did. And I thought, wow, it's not just that, like, Western civilization is collapsing. It's that it collapsed some time ago (laughs) Um, and, uh, um, you know, and it's we're all fucked. Um, And, and, you know, and it's entirely possible that's me being an old man waving a walking stick around. I'm sort of um, emotionally prepared for that to be the case, but I don't care. (laughs) And why should you? And why should you? Um,
0: Obviously, for a couple of singles. Uh, mm. Do one. Obviously, we match that. And uh, no, thank you for the music and stuff. Do you find it difficult to decide what to release as a single?
1: uh Yes and no. I mean, I think the, the if we want to get into the weeds of this stuff now, um, no, thank you. It was actually a, a a an instant grat track. I think is what people in the industry call it these days. But I mean, essentially, a single, quote unquote, is a song that you're going to send to people who play songs on the radio and hope that they will play it on the radio. And on that level we actually have like my record level, there's a radio plugger whose job it is to try and ascertain which songs would get played on the radio. And given that I don't listen to the radio that much, I'm more than happy for them to make that decision, yeah. if you see what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's like, you know, I want to get played on the radio, happy days, that's, that's great. But like, um, you know, when I'm making the record, I don't think about songs in those terms. So if after the fact somebody Chooses that one. It's like okay, cool, whatever. Um, I mean, no, thank you for the music. Yeah, that was a kind of like um, letting people know I had a new a new record coming, and I really really like that song. It's got a kind of like uh, a swagger to it, which I enjoy. Um, and, and it just sort of seemed like a nice way of kind of like uh, laying out where I am and where I'm going. I mean, I've, there's a lot of the music that I've I've made in recent years has been very kind of it's been like a hug um it's been quite sort of nice and this one's just got a little bit more of a like a middle finger um to it just as overall as a record which i'm kind of into
2: it's it, you, you mentioned those two songs there and i also saw a uh, girl from the record shop they've all got like very different sounds to them but are still frank turn is is this the case for the whole album there's all like different themes and feels to the songs
1: uh i hope so i mean it's not there is a kind of it's not a concept album. There was a moment in time when it might've been a concept album. Everybody's very relieved that I've moved on from that. But like there was a sort of, there was a section of tunes uh, that was kind of, I was thinking about kind of, essentially when I, when, in the quiet of the night, when I'm lying awake, I have arguments with my 15 year old self, um, which is an entirely destructive and pointless thing to do. But. I mean, and I'm not joking here. This is a thing that I do, and it's it's you know, as a 15 year old, I was ext- like most 15 year olds, I was extremely headstrong, sort of idealistic, purist, black and white in my view of the world and all the rest of it. And um, you know, I th- on some levels, I think the 15 year old me would be kind of stoked about <laughs> who I am now, uh, but at the same time, they'd be furious because I'm not, I haven't grown up to be Ian Mackay or whatever. I happen to know Ian McKay a little these days and Ian McKay is not the Ian McKay that my 15 year old self believed in either, Um, because (laughs) life is complicated and life is gray and life is about, you know, grown up life is about compromise and is the better for it, I might add. But so there is a degree of which there's a fair amount of kind of nostalgia haunting the record. I mean, Girl from the Record Shop is essentially written from the point of view of 15 year old me, just in case anyone was, including my wife, was thinking that I was walking into record stores and falling in love recently. Uh, but, you know, and like there's there, yeah, there are some songs on the record. There's a song about a pen friend I had when I was a kid. There's a song about um the tube station where my first girlfriend's house was. Um, and just sort of so there's a little bit of that kind of running through the record for sure. But there's other stuff too. There's a song about um the pandemic, which sounds like meatloaf, and I can't wait for people to hear it. Oh, wow, because I was yeah. gonna mention Girl for the Record Shop's got very flashy vibes. I found when I yeah, that's very kind of you to say. Uh, uh, job done. Ah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I mean, to answer your question a bit more, like, I mean, I like to keep things buried. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's a cool thing to to. I mean, I'm aware that I'm not quite. Um, I'm not quite Apex Twins, you know what I mean? I'm not the most kind of like broad and creative <laughs> and, and uh, original musician operating in the world today. But like, I like to think that there is some breadth to what I do.
2: I was going to ask, is there any songs on the record other than the ones we've heard already that you're really looking forward to people hearing? But you've told us there's a meatloaf-esque song on there now. So that's answered.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's also there's a there's a song on the record, which is a sort of somewhere between Frank Sinatra and a James Bond theme. Um, so,
0: okay. Uh, OK,
1: you can you can look forward to that. Um, But uh, I don't know. I mean, this is this will be meaningless to you because the record isn't out yet. But like, there's a song in particular called Somewhere in Between, which is the penultimate song on the record, which is one of my favourite songs that I ever wrote. So I'm looking forward to people hearing that. one. You must really fucking struggle for set lists at gigs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, You know, it's, uh, I spend so much time thinking about it in a really, really in a way that is boring to everyone including okay. me like um you know uh, i i just spend all day thinking about it and there's and i'm not going to start talking about it now because we'll be here for the rest of our lives okay um, but <laughs> did, y- yes is the answer to your question <laughs> I do. I do. It's, I mean, it's nice, you know, and obviously at the moment, I'm going to try and play newer songs because I'm excited about them. But like I was trying to think of a set list from the point of view of an audience member. And I think about being a kid and going to see bands. And I think about being an adult, going to see bands. There are bands that I love where they've got a couple of records that I don't really know kind of thing. Mm. And so, you know, in a headline show, I mean, this is almost always true that there'll be one song off every record I've done at least in a headline mm. set um because you know some people it's like my favorite album ever is your third album and it's like oh we didn't play anything off that one tonight it's kind of like that fucking sucks do you know what i mean so um yeah just trying to think about it from that point of view. i mean this is a roundabout way of saying i'm an inveterate crowd pleaser a populist my god <laughs> in this and in nothing else um <laughs> i love it.
2: but you need to be because like there's nothing more infuriating than go and see a band who've got like a huge back catalogue and you're like oh, okay, so you just ignored like ten years worth of music there. Like- so absolutely,
1: I mean, there's, it's a funny thing. I feel like there's a there's a well, okay, fine, we're getting into it now. Like we're right. <laughs> writing a set list. There's a degree of leading and there's a degree of following and leading is kind of playing stuff. You know, if you just if you just do one or the other, then you fail because leading is sort of playing songs that people don't necessarily know, whether it's new songs or deep cuts or rearrangements of a song and following is playing the hits. And if you just do the following thing, then you just kind of like Tom Petty did it, went through this like 20 year period of playing the same set list every night that was the track listing of his greatest hit CD. And it's kind of like, I sort of get it, dude, but like, fuck. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, you get it, you go and see bands. I mean, I he's he's since started doing different things but like I remember going to see Ryan Adams one time and he just played b-sides and it was like yeah all right fine fuck you like (laughs) you know uh well done you annoyed everybody um and you know and it's a bit it's like or Bob Dylan's a good example of that as well I mean you know Bob Dylan's one of the greatest writers of all time but like the last time I saw him he seemed to be being willfully bad uh and it was like no one's making you do this um, yeah. You've got lots of money. You don't need to do shows if you don't want to do it. You know, they, on some level, you are entertaining a crowd. You're an entertainer. Um, I'm kind of proud that I, my job description is entertainer. I think that's a cool thing to be. Absolutely.
2: So, just the last thing on on the on the new record. Obviously, as this is your tenth for album, it's a milestone album. If you were to like look back <laughs> and compare it to Sleepers for the Week, how would you? How would you compare those two?
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's difficult to do because ultimately the records I make are very kind of time specific, and it's like that. Saying how would you compare being 42 to being 25? And it's kind mm. of like I don't, what, I don't know what the answer to that could even possibly could be. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, I, I, I am older, fatter, less flexible, more tattoos, better haircuts. <laughs> I mean, like you know, these are the things that have changed. among others um but I mean I think I think one way one thing you could say is it sounds like I know what I'm doing now and that's not necessarily and it doesn't sound like that in speak but that's not necessarily a criticism of sleepers for the week because one of the Mm. things I think is not that I'm the right person to comment on this but one of the charms of that record for me is the sort of sense of um experimentation do you know what I mean it's like I had no fucking idea what I was doing I'd only really been listening to that kind of music for about three years at that point. and it was like, I'm going to make an album. Um, uh, and, you know, it's it, it hits and it misses in different places. And that's kind of charming in its way. Um, uh, but I mean, it, you know, now I, it's I, I feel like I, I have a much surer sense of self.
2: Obviously, before we do let you go, you are about to embark on a US tour, alongside with some festival dates as well. <laughs> How excited are you to uh, get back over the pond, as they say? I,
1: I'm very excited. Uh, it'll be great. I love it. But I'm now going to address the elephant in the room because I'm assuming that you two guys are, are, are UK based. Um, yes. Uh, yes, there's a fucking UK tour coming. Chill out. <laughs> <close No. alive. laughs> like number of people. It's like, like, you know, you I mean, again, I shouldn't complain because people kind of. Engaging with these kind of posts demonstrates an interest in what I do, for which I'm grateful. But it's just kind of like you post the US tour, and people go, Well, there's no Wigan. <laughs> like, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know what it's like, no shows in Vienna again. And it's just kind of like, I mean, but that's different. You can tell it says on the poster. And it's like, We are going to play fucking everywhere basically i mean i always do but this time around more so i would say so there's 10 billion tour dates coming for every different part of the world and i'm very grateful that i'm able to say that and i'm very excited for all of them but yes there's a fucking uk tour coming (laughs) jesus christ
0: i've I've never understood people that complain about it it's like just travel
1: if you if you really want to go that badly you'll travel I I mean, I remember the first time, uh, well, the first time, a long time ago touring over here in the UK with an American friend, because obviously in America, they do drive further and explaining, he was getting a ton of grief for playing in uh, Manchester and not Liverpool. And he was like, I mean, how far is it from one to the other? And I was like, uh, I don't know, like an hour tops kind of thing. And he was just like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, uh, You know, people are comparatively housebound compared to America, but it's different cultures and it's different road networks and all that kind of thing so i do get it but i mean there's i think i have a reasonably good track record of playing you know i've played in um uh bridport and i've played in scunthorpe and i've played in Dunfermline and i've played in banger and i've played in folkestone and uh, lots of other places too and i will continue to do those things as time goes by you're a hero sir but- <laughs> <laughs> Just just quickly going back to set this and stuff, do
0: you approach like a headline tour differently to a festival set? Because obviously festivals, you've got yeah. a set time. So
1: it's, yes. I'm assuming
0: festivals is, also, get,
1: get the bangers in. Festivals are speed dating, um, you know, a crowd like, like well, just, you know, a crowd seeing like, if a, somebody, your punter's seeing like 10 bands in a day, it's just kind of like, you don't want to kind of get into the weeds too much. You want to put your best foot forward. You want to be remembered in the tent at eleven thirty, do you know what I mean? Like, um whereas you know, uh, uh, I mean, quite often, literally, your headline shows the second date where you uh, crack out your. Um, I don't even know. I haven't been on a second date in a long time. I've been married. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? This metaphor is far out of control. I apologise.
0: It's all good, Frank. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, I love so
1: it. essentially, to sum up, coming to see my shows is like dating. Me, like presumably, it. or like <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> should we? What my we say what all.
0: I like it. <laughs>
1: we'll, just, we'll just edit that a bit out if you want. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> it's fine. I don't. The, what, no, leave. I, I'm protesting that. Leave it in. Okay. Brilliant.
2: Uh, obviously, we are very conscious of time. I know you do have things to do, but before we let you go, any plugs, social medias, websites, all that jazz? uh
1: Yes. I mean, you can find most of what I do on the internet by going to this amazing website called Google and typing my name into it and it will tell you things about Facebook and Instagram and fucking TikTok and you know all of that sort of good stuff but I mean the important thing to me obviously is that there's music um coming out into yeah. the world this new album on the May 3rd there's a seven inch coming out for records Day. there's uh, and and as we have discussed tour dates Frank, so
2: thank you so much for this. We've had an absolute It's been
1: my pleasure. I'm sorry this is slightly curtailed. I have to, another interview to get to, but this was lots of fun and we should do yeah. this again with more time. Yes, sometime. yes sounds yeah. like a plan.
0: Yes, please. That'd be great. But uh, yeah. thank you so much for your time, Frank. Have an absolute wonderful guys. evening. Yeah. Look after yeah, yourself. Yeah, have a good one.
1: Yeah, take care. Take care, fella.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Take care. Bye. bye. Jamie, what yeah. are we going to do? We're two weeks off after this. I know. It's brutal. Oh. Brutal. It's going to be weird. I'm like excited for you and for me, I'm just like... What am I doing myself? Ooh. I mean, it's only one evening a week or two evenings a week. So, you know, but I know what you mean. Yeah, guys, for those of you unaware, um, this is our last show for two, for three, well, technically three weeks, uh, because I am off to the United States of America this Friday uh, when this episode is released. So I hope you're all enjoying this show right now whilst I'm currently flying over the Atlantic. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, we're going to be away for a few weeks. Um, I just need to recharge. I just need to get the fuck out of here and just, like, do you know what I mean? Just go right and then come back fully fresh-faced and jet-lagged to fuck. So, um, <laughs> can't wait.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tom, how you feeling? Are you relaxed? Uh, I'll be honest, mate. I'm bollocks. <laughs>
0: yeah, literally. <laughs> it's going to be. I got my rotor for the week I come back. <laughs> and I come back on the Saturday at 12.30 lunchtime and I work Sunday. Oh so I'm going to be like... <clears throat> <laughs> I reckon I'll wake up at like 3am, 2am, because I'm, I'm going to be six hours behind. So it's going to yeah. be weird. But still, I'm looking forward to it.
1: It's
0: fine. <laughs> Jamie, people that buy scratch cards, yes. right, that play said scratch card, know they haven't won anything, right, but still go back to the store and go, could you check it, please? Oh, I've just, never understood. Just that. to make sure.
2: I used to have that when I worked at Morrison's people come up and say, Can you double check this for me? Do three
0: of the numbers match? No, they don't. You have a that's one. the lottery. Do... That's the lottery. That's no, the lottery. No, I've both. I'd have both. Oh, the lottery, I get. The lottery I understand. Because you never know, do you? You could win no. some fucking bonus thing or some but bo- they have so much bollocks on there now. It could be like a yeah. bonus thing to go, oh. So but scratch cards I don't understand. No. Because you can physically fucking read it for yourself. I've I've once had no, I used to know
2: someone that would buy them and literally just scratch off the four, you know, the four numbers that you have to put in the machine. Yeah. Just scratch that off and get them to check it.
0: Why? Because I don't fucking know. What's the point in that? Oh, I want a scratch card. I'm not going to scratch it. Yeah. But isn't that the point of the game for a bit more, (laughs) a bit of excitement or whatever the fuck they're for? I don't know.
2: Like I said, it was when I worked at Morrison's, people that shop at Morrison's. They need to question themselves to support of that shit company anyway.
0: So there we are. Yeah, I remember when I, <laughs> when, I
2: when I first was
0: with for Morrison's when I, the little one uh, somebody won twenty k on one of them nice. I think or one hundred and thirty or whatever the grand prize was at like the first reel. Nice. Yeah, and I was like, that's pretty decent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's yeah. that? Run off the card. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not playing the syndicate. There's a, there's a TV show called The Syndicate based on that, isn't there? It's not, I don't know. Yeah, where the people are in a lottery syndicate, and every series, obviously they win, but like people fuck them over and all that sort of stuff. And <laughs> it's, I think it was a BBC show. I swear, Claire used to watch it when we were together back in the day. Um Interesting concept for sure. Yeah, I think is it no Neil Morrissey? Neil Morrissey's in one of the series, oh. and someone from Coronation Street was in it as well. Um was like a massacre. I don't I'll reset. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um <laughs> but anyway, I just find that really random. Lottery I get, but scratch cards I don't because it explains to you all, I suppose some of the really long ones where it's got loads of games on are a bit like eh. But yeah. you know, I mean, have you got a bird, a number, and a gold bar, you win a pound. But <laughs> if you got a, if you got a gold bar, a bird, and a baby, you win fuck all. If it's a baby, a gold bar, a leaf and a number one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, sorry, I don't get this. Um, but yeah, I, I it's just when you know, you it's when they know they've lost, they said, Oh, like, can you check it just in case? <laughs> I'm in denial, I really need this money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. also, just on the basis of walking back from work, some absolute douchebag thought it'd be apt, I don't, I don't get it, hilarity to shout a random shit out of his van, then hide in the seat. Yeah, I know. And his missus was like, just full on staring at me. And I was just like, All right, cool. Like, Why? I don't know. He obviously got a massive rage on for it, but it's just that like he's like, well, you. <laughs> that's what makes it funnier. You don't even know if what they said was insulting. Yeah. They could have been complimenting you. Fuck knows because you're driving at 30 miles an hour, you idiot. He was part, He was in the uh, McDonald's drive through car park, my drive through bit, so he was just stood still. But it's the fact that it's the fact I didn't hear it. And if it was a compliment, Jamie, he wouldn't have hid. So, very true. Um, yeah, I just felt like really random and people used to grow up a little bit. So,
2: you know. Plus, if you want to act hard in front of your girlfriend, maybe don't hide in the seat. I don't think she really likes
0: that bit. Too I, much. Bet he, I bet you got a right fucking rage on. I bet they were just shagging after <laughs> that. Like, oh, God, you really told him what for with you. <laughs> yeah, you love it. Yeah, we love it. We love it. That sounds absolutely. Oh, my God, you really got that, Ginger. <laughs> well,
2: uh, as long as you're okay, I don't want this adding to your blah, 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 complex, you know, just making things worse for you. <laughs>
0: I was just. I had my music card. I was just like, (laughs) "All right, but why are we floating about, mate? (laughs) Do you really want me to stick it in?" Um, (laughs) (sighs) People are stupid. I had a thought as well, right? What if birds had human fears? (laughs) Right? What if birds were fucking terrified of heights? (laughs) Don't say heights, (laughs) like Jimmy, Jimmy. Your kids need feeding, Jimmy. Yeah, love, I'm not coming up there. Jimmy, no, come on. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Helen, look, I don't want to come I'm fucking terrified living. Can we live on the floor? <laughs> no, because if we live on the floor, love, we'll get eaten. <laughs> We're gonna die down there. We're up in here because parents can't get us. <laughs> no, love, you know what? No, sorry, but I can't stand heights. I just I just can't do it. I just can't I can't even fly. Fucking it, flying too. <laughs> Because if I fly, I'm in the air. That's her height. I can't deal with it. Today's the day, Sharon. No, can't do it. Can't do it. Back down, back down, back down. I love the idea of, like, he's just got got a claw on him. And on his claw, and he's, like, dangling. Like, let me go. Just let me fucking go. I don't want to be up here.
2: Yeah. I love, it. I love that. Because, Yeah. <laughs> We need to stop giving animals personalities. We're just creating this great kids-children content, I yeah, feel like, got, on the show. you've
0: got, like, dogs have massive personalities. Cats have dickhead... I was just thinking true. about it, like, birds. you know what I mean? It's like, I wonder what goes through their mind. <laughs> fucking flying! I don't know, is it that? Or is it,
2: like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, <no>, this is amazing!
0: <laughs> or is it, like... Holy shit, I just don't look... That's why they, they fly forwards. It's like, <laughs> don't, just don't look down. Just don't look fucking... Down. Yeah. <laughs> Look, It'll be right if I don't look down. I'll be yeah. fine. We'll just, keep, we'll just keep going. Just don't look down. Oh, you want me to swan down Are you fucking joking? <laughs> I'm not bobbing down there. I'll, I'll just run. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shit myself, Sharon. If it lands on that guy's head, I'm sorry, but I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> I remember when a pigeon got stuck in our kitchen at Spexham's in Cardiff, and it, every time I we went near it, it just pooed and pooed and pooed and pooed. And pooed oh. and it, it just didn't stop. I'm like, ha- what have you eaten? Where is this coming from? <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> And when I had all of it, it was just like, shit, 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 shit. I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. And I threw it out of the window. Could you imagine? <laughs> if, I'd, if I'd accidentally maybe like introduced it, I threw out the window. It just went, wee! hit the floor. It didn't. It flew away, but still. I hate heights! Yeah. Oh, I'm in up here, for fuck's <laughs> sake. What are you doing? What are you doing to me? I love being in your kitchen.
2: <laughs> I was hiding. My wife is trying to make me fly. Also,
0: know. just finally, if anybody... When they have a birthday, says they've leveled up, you can get in the fucking bin and grow up. All right? I'm so fucking sick of it. <laughs> oh, I've leveled up to level 37, have you? Where the fuck did that come you? Do you want from? your alphabet spaghetti and your fucking potato smiles now, do you for dinner? Jesus Christ, you fucking child. <laughs> oh god, it winds did me that up. Come from? I don't know, which really annoys me. <laughs> anyway. I'm thinking no, because it was a wife's birthday. I week like, did she say that? Is that where he's got that from? I've had that. I've had that written there for weeks. So, okay, that's okay. Yeah. It was just meant to be a bosh. There you go. Anyway, let's move on. Cynical oh. Lord Fucker. Cynical Lord Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'll be there on my thirty seventh birthday. The fucking pipe at newspaper. Like bloody <laughs> out, fucking kids today. I don't give a fucking are older than me. Yeah.
2: Oh. I, I I had a thought the other day. I was I was on a train. And you had your stereotypical British classic football hooligans chanting their fucking songs that are parodies of other songs about the players on the team or whatever. Never understood it.
0: Why is it only football that gets that sort of fan? I don't know. I, I mean, never understood it. It's just just the it's just the attention that it brings. I suppose I don't really know to be honest with you. I mean, rugby fans chant and stuff, and they drink a lot. But I suppose, like I don't know, I find like England rugby fans are all like, "Oh, Derek, have you seen the ruggers? Bloody <laughs> love a bit of the ruggers." <laughs> oh yes, Quentin, eventually, mummies let us out to the day. You know, we're going to enjoy some bloody good, some good tussling. Yes, <laughs> I'm excited for the tussle. Um, yeah, I don't understand. Kind of, you couldn't imagine like golf fans, being like
2: Tiger, Tiger Woods, hole in one, hole in one. That's like it doesn't happen.
0: I go woods, love to shag loads of different women. <laughs> Whilst all... married, what a prick! What
2: a... <laughs> I said to Becky, I was like, "Could you imagine me getting like, really excited if Seth Rollins
0: won at WrestleMania? And just be like,
2: Rollins, 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 he's number one. It's like, just, I
0: don't know, It doesn't happen. They're they're oh, really. It's... it's like moronic chanting, though, isn't it? Oh yeah. It's... So so Chelsea's is Chelsea, 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 Chelsea. That's it. <laughs> Do so, I mean? Like, oh my god! How long did it take to think of that? <laughs> oh, just do you know what, mate? I, it it kind of reminds me where I am. You know what I mean, Dave? So basically, I forget where I, I've got. I think I've got Alzheimer's. So if I chant it four times, then I remember where I am. Does Liverpool have one? Everyone, Liverpool, Liverpool, <laughs> Liverpool. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh my god! <laughs> but you know what's even more annoying <laughs> is it gets in there and it oh, won't yeah. fucking get out. Yeah, I spent the pa- the next like half an hour
2: singing their songs, and I don't even know who the fuck they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, earworms. I don't know
0: what the Villa one used to be. like,
2: Aston
0: Villa, Aston Villa FC. Everyone's got those. Yeah. Everyone's got those ones as well. I think yeah. like that's the only no one I remember. <laughs> they are by far the greatest team the world has ever seen. I believe the rest of it is. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it just. Uh, oh. God, oh, I feel it's like we 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 our IQ's just gone down by talking <laughs> about it. <laughs> I mean, like I was like, oh, bomb, Willie. Uh, <laughs> we have one each.
2: I just yeah. like, I just don't understand why it's only football. Why do no other sports have
0: risk? I'd love it if it's not like the bowls and <laughs> you know, the old people. It's simply are like, amazing. Like <laughs> Granddad Jack, Granddad <laughs> Jack,
1: Granddad <laughs> Jack.
0: <laughs> <laughs> need to bring it in. I need to bring it in. Okay, please shut the fuck up. Sorry. <laughs> my uh because I started seeing Grandad Jack, my uh watch side to call Jack who I used to work with. I bet <laughs> I better delete that number. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. It was like, did you call Jack? Like, not really no. <laughs> um I especially calling grandad. <laughs> Yeah, which is even weirder. Um so, because he's definitely younger than me. Um, so how's does that work? Well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's talk about the birds and the bees, shall we? Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah, I've never got it. I can. I think cricket fans, darts fans, do it all the time. Yeah, but they're just. I think the whole point in being a darts
2: fan is to sit there and get pissed as fuck and watch them.
1: So. Yeah, that's like the
2: British Br- British sports is getting lazier. I guess it's British sports, isn't it? I think that's what we just narrowed it down to. Yeah. Look, cricket.
0: <laughs> Go get it, them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dogs game, is not it?
2: Just narrowed that down beautifully. <laughs> <Like> fetch. <laughs> oh no, God. no don't worry, we won't
0: run. I just scored six by smacking it over there. <laughs> six runs, that is. I ain't moved. Great at this, Dave. yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> have you all got a beer? <laughs> What's for lunch? Strawberries and fucking cream? Are you joking? It's not fucking Wimbledon. <laughs> <sighs> uh, yes, well, tennis, tell you have to shut the fuck up. Uh. Yes, distract them. So, but <laughs> I always remember at Wimbledon, I can't what year it was. Russell Howard brought it up, but I also saw the same clip. I can't what game it was, but there was a lady with with giant memories, shall we say <laughs> she had she had lovely bosom okay and i can't i think she might have been on. i can't remember who was playing but every time her favorite player won a point she'd jump up and down in <laughs> celebration so the cameraman just went thanks love we'll have a little look at that there we go perfect yeah and now back to the game and he went back he went back quite a few times so hopefully he got fired <laughs> Jesus Christ. A British show? That's creepy as fuck. It is very creepy. Yeah. Where's that word? That's that titties, so I better get it on camera. Tới. Yeah. at uh, would as well. British sports. Yeah. Woo! Něco- sports and titties. Yeah. yeah. Sports titties a bit.
1: Titter bit. Titter, tititter
0: bit. Uh, cry, please. Cry, <laughs> please. Cry. <between acting> Anyway, can our IQ level back up again, Jay? Yes, how you
2: doing? Yes. I'm good, my friend. I'm I'm rather tired because I'm on nights, so my body clock again is just gone. But there we are. It's the, gone what? Sorry, gone. Aah. Is that what your body does when you're tired? Yes. Is it? Yeah, it goes back. Okay, I'm really struggling to sleep this time. Does my head in? Why? I, don't know why? I don't know. I'm just really struggling when I come when I'm on nights. Some weeks I sleep great, and then other weeks my body just go no it's the daytime you're not supposed to be sleeping
0: i'm having one of those weeks this week this week uh, okay yeah. okay well i think i'm on the same level as you because i feel knackered <laughs> so but and because the job's so mentally like i have to be on it all the time so when i can't work i'm like fucking hell like yeah. i don't even do any exercise but jesus christ i'm shattered um <laughs> See, I totally feel you're paid, man. But do it, I think the fact that you keep doing loads of different shifts is probably not very healthy. I think we can. I think we say this every week. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, probably not. there we
0: are. What about you? How are you? Other than being tired? We're talking <laughs> about it. I think as you start talking about it, you go, oh, do you know what? It's not off here, to be <laughs> honest, <laughs> <laughs> I like this. This is a look like this. this. Um, yeah, I feel bollocks. But obviously, I'm done now for two and a half weeks. Um, oh, so, Yeah, I, I, like tomorrow. I've already put a wash on tonight. I'm like, right. That's my okay. worksheet ready for, for when I come back.
2: Like
0: okay. and I just need to get a few more jobs. I want to have like maximum choice of everything I own to like what I'm going to take with me, um, but also make sure that all my worksheets ready for when I come back. Because obviously I'm in like the day after I get back, so it's just to make sure that everything's already there and ready to go, so that so I'm not like <laughs> fuck, I got to do fuck it, oh shit, I got to do as well. Um, so yeah, the guys come back and be like, right, what's going on? Um, <laughs> So, it's very clever I like it actually yeah thanks very man I pretty, yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty shattered uh, but it's just because work is like fuck it's just intense mentally um, physically not so much I like walking there and back but that's about it really um, so yeah man just buzzing for the States now ready for ready for revolution this Sunday like just just can't fucking wait I'm <laughs> not however looking forward to the nine hour flight yeah hopefully you can sleep for a good chunk of it can't sleep on public transport yeah, uh, maybe not then. Especially airplanes, especially budget airplanes,
2: oh, yeah, where, the, of course, where yeah. the
0: leg room is like, but from <laughs> my hip to about my groin. <laughs> so I'd be like, "Oh, cool! I have no room for my legs anywhere. Fantastic." Um, but if, I, but they've got in my like, airline entertainment. Uh, sorry, they've got entertainment on board, so I'm hoping I can just watch some TV, I'm just like chill. It'd be quite be. nice. So yeah, it'd be pretty decent. So what are you we doing yourself, man? It's been a fucking busy week, to be fair. Um... I was off most of last week. I
2: only came back to work Monday night. I don't know what day it is today. Um, but yeah, so I I've mostly off. Last week was the wife's birthday. It was her birthday on Friday. So Thursday, me and the kid made her a birthday cake. It was like the most chocolatey chocolate cake ever, uh, covered in Godzilla pictures. Because Olivia, I said to Olivia, what do you want to make mommy? And she said, a Godzilla cake with lots of chocolate. So mission accomplished. She was happy with that. Um then on our actual birthday we had afternoon tea. We had an Indian on the evening, because the kid was at school, so we couldn't really do a lot. Um and then on Saturday we went to Legoland Discovery, which was in- an incredible letdown, to be honest with you. It was a bit of shit. Where's that? Windsor? No, 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 not it's it's in Birmingham. Ah, um that, we, that thought... Explains it. <laughs> yeah. we thought it was gonna be like this family activity thing, like Legoland Windsor is because we've been to Windsor. And it's good fun there. It's like, oh, I can't, it's like, like height size. You go in, there's a little ride where you like shooting lasers and shit. That was fun. You go into like this mini kingdom where it's basically just Birmingham built out of Lego bricks. It's pretty cool. And then after that, it's basically just a giant kids play area where they build Lego. It's a bit, it's not really fun for families. It's just basically mom and dad sit down and let the kid run around. But, eh. but yeah, that was eventful. Because the kid had a tumble. Um, she was in the soft play area and went up two steps. And then some kids decided she wasn't moving fast enough. And kicked her down two steps and landed right on her fucking arm. Yeah. She came out. She was like, Daddy, I've been hurt. She didn't tell us that she was kicked by some other kids. She just said she fell. That was all we knew. She, she fell. We just thought she took a tumble. And she was like, her arm hurt. we got a first aid, aid. First aider, I will shout him out on here. I didn't catch your surname, unfortunately. Dan, who works at Legoland Discovery in Birmingham. You're a fucking hero. Like, he was brilliant with her. That kid don't talk to people. You've met her. She don't talk to people. <laughs> but she was talking to him. He was looking after her. He gave her a free slushy. He gave her a free minifigure and some, like, cards and stuff like that. He was great with us. A massive... Massive, massive thank you to that guy.
0: That's why but, she's fucking talked to him. She's got us a free shit. Well, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, uh, he was great at her. But we thought nothing of it. We're like, oh, she's just had a tumble. She'll be all right. We're like, we'll crack on with the day. Like, if she's not better tomorrow, we'll get a checked out. So we cracked on with the day. We went and played mini golf at this new place in the ball ring. Never been before. That was good fun. Um, then we went and had Italian food. Oh, cool. Small well, Becky wanted to do for a birthday. But Sunday morning, we woke up and the kid was still like, "No, I'm." can't move my arm i'm in a lot of pain so we thought here we go we're going to the children's hospital then five hours we were waiting to find out that she has fractured her arm and so she's got to wear like a what was it which called it a cuff and brace basically keeps her arm there bless her and it's her right hand and she's right-handed so she's having great fun not being able to do anything with her right arm but it was when we were walking out of the hostel. She's like, I don't know why those kids kicked me down the stairs. We we're like, hold the phone. What? <laughs> why didn't you tell us this? There we are. So, yeah, kids had an eventful few days. She, she's using a laptop at school because she can't write. She can't swim. So, swimming's canceled. She can't do PE. So, she's sitting inside at playtime. Poor little mite. <laughs> but there we are. Um, but after we went to the hostel on Sunday, we went out for my mom's birthday. We went out of the family carvery for that. Uh, that was, place was fucking busy, but Carbury on a Sunday, to be expected. And then Monday, I went to go see Har- went to go see the kids, spent a lot of time with Harrison. I don't get what it is with the current generation of playing with these simulator games. I thought this was just Harrison, but apparently I was talking to the guy at work and his son plays them as well. He's been playing this American truck simulator where basically you pick up a delivery and drive it halfway across America and then deliver it. That's the game. What? (laughs) And he literally told me that one evening he sat there for three hours playing this game, just driving across the United States on this game. Okay. He's got like a full wheel simulator set up and open. He's just sitting there in his computer chair, just driving across America. I was like, what? (laughs) As As you do, I suppose. But he's got this American trucks one. He's got an English trucks one. Farming simulator. Yeah. So you can... Yeah. I think he's got a bus simulator. There's a pressure wash simulator that I've seen.
0: Yeah, I've seen people
2: raving about that pressure washer one. <laughs> I'll be honest, I keep looking at him like, do you know what, I reckon that's actually probably quite satisfying because I do like pressure washing things. But not to sit there and play it <laughs> all day on
0: a fucking video game, I want to properly pressure I, I, wash I, it. <laughs> it feels like the world of making these idiots. <laughs> Pretty much. I want to drive the fake thing to the fake place. <laughs> <Yes>. Okay. <laughs> I'll be here for four hours doing the same thing. And people are just like, you like, are right. Yeah, why? <laughs> like they're under the power of the demon headmaster. Yes. Yeah.
2: It's but it's so funny, because he's trying to turn this corner with this like tra- like four fucking trailers. And I was like, he's like, I can't get around this corner. It's not really bad. I was like, this is the weirdest game rage I have ever seen in my life. I can't get around the corner with my tractor what, uh, <laughs> what the what,
0: fuck? Yeah. I don't, don't like you, Dad right. Parallel Park is fucking wonderful, but this corner's a bastard. <laughs> it's exactly <Yeah>. that. <laughs> so weird. Like, it's <laughs> not even real. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I thought it was just Harrison being Harrison. And then I was talking to a guy at work and he's like, Oh yeah, my son plays a flight one. He literally sat there for like he did a 24-hour flight. He flew from the UK to Australia in real time. I was like,
0: why? <laughs> oh, I don't get it. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's clearly a generational thing. Bring Super Mario. <laughs> mate, we're so out of the loop now. really are. I've yeah. never felt so old in my life. Yeah, when you get to that point where they start saying shit, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm now not down with the kids anymore.
1: No.
0: I remember being like, oh, mum, you have no clue. You have no idea. <laughs> and now you get to the point where it's like, oh, what the fuck is Riz? Where's this come from? <laughs>
2: no, now I have no clue or no idea what's going on. No, seriously, what the fuck is Riz? <laughs> charisma. I found this one out. I, I questioned because I was intrigued. It's
0: charisma?
2: Yes, Riz is charisma. If you've got Riz, it means you've got charisma. Oh,
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah. I I, I, I can't wait for the new dictionary soon. It's just going to be like two or three letters a word. <laughs> There's going to be no full words anymore. Everyone's going to talk in like three or four letters. It, uh, it, it Riz. Yeah, <laughs> abs, abs, abs. It will be every word will just be the first three letters and you're working it out for yourself. Yeah, loot. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus Christ. There's just no hope. So We've now got again. simulator games and now we're going to have words with three or four letters in. We're all fucked. Oh, dude. We're so fucked. Just blow us up now. <laughs> just blow us up now.
2: But other than that, watching-wise, we finally started, me and I finally started Grey's Anatomy. So... It was going to be our slow binge, and we're on season two already. So we'll see how this goes. Who picked Bones? Um, I can't remember. I think it was me.
0: Was it? Cause, cause, she, cause was def-
2: wa- she was watching it when we got together, and then we sort of fell off it. And I think I'm the one that said, should we start it again from the beginning? Because I did, I did quite enjoy Bones.
0: Because you definitely picked Grey's Anatomy.
2: It was a joint decision, Gray. so She was like, should we watch Grey's Anatomy? And I was like, do you know what? I've heard good things. Let's give it a try.
0: So I'm sort of so sorry.
2: I'm actually quite enjoying it. I'm not going to lie. It's
0: quite that, good. Do you know that's going to take your entire life to get to, the, to get to where it is now?
2: But I wasn't expecting to be on season two already. So God knows how long it's going to take us So this one. Yeah, run. you'll be dead by the time you get to series 20. But to be fair, we, me and Becky said to each like we've actually had time together because of being off work. Now I'm back at work. It's going to take us ages to get through it. But the thing as well is, really, it's like,
0: hasn't every fucking character died now? so is um, that the whole premise of the game like, <laughs> everyone everyone just dies all the time You're like, what's the... As, soon as, you hear, as soon as you apparently as soon as you hear Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol you know someone's dying get the tissues <laughs> ready yeah when Chasing Cars comes <laughs> on it's like well there's a death someone's, someone somewhere's died
2: I was thinking when I was looking at 19 seasons I, like, I better not get attached to any of these characters because I bet not a single one of them is in it at the end probably just Meredith Bray because her name's in the title so she's probably going to survive other than that no one
0: i don't yeah i i have no i think because it's so fucking big now i'm like yeah do you know what i'm not gonna bother with that but yeah. i think i get quite bored of it after a while especially when i mentioned it a while back about hospital shows that just have you got insurance no yeah, i can't save you then sorry <laughs>
2: that was one of the episodes the guy was like yeah i need this life-saving surgery but i can't afford it so i was just like wow the fact that actually has to be a decision in some people's lives is ridiculous. And if
0: the way the UK keeps going this way, we'll, we'll be in the same position. So <laughs> yeah, Pretty much. Pretty much. Hooray! Yay! What about you? How are you? What have you been up to, my friend? <laughs> yeah, I don't really think more than anything else. Um, Catching a lot of A-Dub because obviously I'm going to be there on Sunday for Revolution. Uh, don't mention I'm going to America. Um, um, once or twice, yes. Yeah. Uh, so I've been, I've seen Ricky, I've seen Beth, um, been hanging out. I've seen Lucy, just been chilling, just like catching up with people. Um, I saw Liam. I went and saw Liam on Saturday night. Uh, met his new new girlfriend. Um, well, I say new, they've been for a while, but I not been around, have I? New so, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she's really nice. I had a few drinks with them in the Frog. I watched Scotland versus England in the rugby on Saturday. Oh, how was that? I don't actually see the score for that. Did you not? Oh, you've got a smile on your face. I think I know where this is going. Did you not? <laughs> no. Oh, Jay. We conceded two minutes into the first half. I was like, oh, it was like 10 points in five minutes for England. I was like, oh, here we fucking go. And then we just absolutely turned it on. I don't know where it came from, but I loved every <laughs> single set. We beat them 30-21. Nice. So Yeah. Oh, I was just, so I was like buzzing. So I was like, I did celebrate. Liam was like, I'm going out. I was like, I'm coming. Um, <laughs> so Sunday, my head hurt a little bit. Um celebrating a bit too much, I think. But no, that game was amazing. We just were just all over them. It was great. So that first five minutes like, ah oh, fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> and then all of it, I don't know what happened, but it just went after about 20 minutes it was like, right, should we play it now?
2: <laughs> what a we now? We should probably make some effort.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh I've now got to <clears> find <throat> a way to watch the Italy game next Saturday. Uh Ooh. yeah. In the States, I'll find a VPN or something, would be fine. But I think it's like a 215 kickoff, so it's like 9 15 in the morning <laughs> or 8 15 in the morning or something. I mean, that's a why what, what hell a I to wake up coffee Scotland on beauty? Oh. oh, that's a dream for you. Like, live of the yeah. dream. That's live with a <laughs> fucking dream right there. Um but yeah, so me and Brayden talk about going for walks and like going downtown and all that sort of stuff. I'm just I'm just buzzing, just fucking excited. Um, I'm just like I said, not looking forward to like nine-hour flight. Um, so I'm getting ready for that, so I'm doing my washing, like I'm getting shit sorted. I've washed my bedding ready just so I had a fresh bed to come, even though we sat there for two weeks. Um <laughs> just that sort of shit, really. I haven't I haven't really I watched our documentary again yesterday. i watched the first episode of Daddy. Have you signed daddy yet? No, I'm probably gonna start it tonight actually. Oh, the first episode. Oh my god, it's just like it, it's just it he doesn't hang around. He's firing shots already. <laughs> it's fucking superb. I'm really not surprised somehow. Like, it's great. So I'm our second one tonight. Um, but yeah, like just re-annoring a lot of man to be honest with you, we're just going and seeing people and hanging out, like, not a whole ass, a lot's really going on. Um yeah, my mum came and had an- oh, 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 oh my mum came and had an eye test, but we went to see Jonathan Pye on Sunday night in Cardiff. Of course. Yeah. At the Cardiff International Arena, yeah. Me, and my sister, my mum, and our family best friend Abby, we all went to watch Jonathan Pye. Fucking amazing. Just the fact that he went on a rant for about 10, 15 minutes about Rishi Sunak and how much of a it was is, it's just one of the best <laughs> things I've ever seen in my life. And like people were cheering and clapping. He was like, I'm not finished. And he kept going. It was just absolutely amazing. <laughs> absolutely amazing. Like the only thing, with, and, and the Royal Family, the only thing with him is it's like you kind of need people. That don't know who he is to be dragged to these shows because then they'll I reckon I sat going, Fucking hell, do you know what? He's right. Yeah. And that's I why I always make, share yeah. his videos, because it's like people need to watch him. Did you watch that video I sent you? No, I haven't actually. Of course you while. fucking didn't. Yeah, of course you did. Brains melted. Leave me alone. All right, if you say so. Um <laughs> but yeah, man, just get ready for the states. Ah, oh, do you know what? Else is really fucking sexy, right? <laughs> so I got paid from work today i was actually quite shocked i got like nearly the full amount and i was like oh sweet so paid bits then all of a sudden it was like you've been paid this much and i was like wait hang on where's that and then my old job have paid me a load of money again so i was like oh sweet <laughs> straight to the dollars america's gonna be fucking amazing I'll be a bit of unexpected payments. Oh, dude, it was gorgeous as well. It just literally like most of my rent back straight away. I was like, well, that's <laughs> fucking excellent. Thank you very much. Incredible. Buzzing. Absolutely buzzing. So, yeah, can't... but yeah, man, just can't wait. I Like this, the episode back when I come back in a couple of weeks, people are going to be like, oh, my God, they're still talking. It's been an hour and a half. <laughs> Tom is still fucking going on. It'll be, it'll be
2: like reverse of what we used to be like. What are you up to, Jamie? What are you even up to, Jamie? Fuck all, you.
0: <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. But uh, let's hear from the man himself. Oh yes.
2: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Brayden from Say We Can Fly. Just letting you know, got a brand new merch store out please there. Please the uh, let me say the link. Let me say the link. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You can say. You can say the link. Yes. All right. Okay. So the link for the shop is... The link
0: for the shop is
1: www.saywecanfly.shop.
2: All right, good job, Seamus. So www.saywecanfly.shop, 10% off if you use the code... Oh, let me say the code, let me say the code, please. Okay, fine, you can say the code. If you use the code... The code
1: is The
2: Chronicles. What? No, it's not.
1: The Chronicles. No,
2: it's not. It's The Chronicles, Seamus. Yeah, that's what I said. The Chronicles... At checkout, all right? You, you get 10% off. 10% off. Yes. Yes, they know. They know, Seamus. Okay. I'm just trying to help, all right? Visit www.saywecanfly.shop and use code THECHRONICLES
0: for 10% off your order. Available okay. at participating Say so We can fly restaurants and web stores. Some restrictions may apply, but probably not. Jamie. Yes, sir? It's time for your favourite segment of the week. Oh, yeah, it is. All the way from Marbella. It's time for Calum Street Chins. Do you want to know something? Callum will be able to tell you in Callum's treachings. It's cereal soup. Ooh.
2: Hello, this week's treachings come from the set of my own podcast, That Gym Couple podcast, that I host with my partner Lucy, where we discuss all things gyms, fitness, gym anxiety, and a bunch of other stuff in between. If you do have the opportunity to come and check us out, At that
0: gym couple podcast on Spotify and YouTube, we'd very much appreciate it. Welcome to another edition of Callum's Treachings. Jamie, what is Callum treaching us this week?
1: When a video is
0: paused, it's a picture. When audio is paused, it's nothing. Whoa! Jesus! Straight away! Holy fuck! Shit, he's right. Do you remember when you used to have to pause v- VHS or whatever it was like, just did all that statue shit when it kept jumping <laughs> like, around, a so people were moving, like, jigging. Like, I'm <laughs> a little boogie. <laughs> oh, I want to make a cup of tea. Pause, Ace Ventura's there, like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes... Like, it's amazing how far TV and stuff's come now. The fact that you can oh, pause yeah. live TV. Do you remember when it was like a big, all the rage? You can pause live TV! And everyone's like, oh my God, this is incredible. The thing is, though, it was,
2: because the amount of times you used to go, oh, i really here to piss, but I'm enjoying this show, and I need to wait for the
0: advert break. Please hurry up before I piss myself. Now, technology has saved our bladders. Yeah, I think I think a lot of injuries were being caused due to... It's <laughs> It's on! <laughs> And people running, like, fall over and break their oh, and like Oh, shit, fall on the stairs or something. Whereas now, we can just be like, God, I'm dying for a piss, but... Oh, yeah. Pause. <laughs> Audio-wise, that's... That's so nuts. That's weird. i never thought of it like that. So you can literally have us talking, like, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, because I sometimes go... Is it still playing? Have my headphones? Right? <laughs> What's going on here? Has the internet cut out? How would audio? I don't know how it even. Look, how
2: weird! I was literally just thinking, what would be the audio version of the wavy lines from the VHSs? i was just you? Thinking, Pause.
0: Pause. Pause. <laughs> you just keep pause. saying it. Like, yeah. I can't <laughs> I just fucking else. play. That's annoying. <laughs> I'd love it if it had like pause music. Like on hold music. Yeah, and it's just like cannibal corpse or something. <laughs> <laughs> just to go in line with it with our shit with our interview this week. Yeah. <laughs> just, so it's like We apologise for this briefly while you've paused your music. Oh nice. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, it's like elevator music or something. While you stopped your music, we're gonna play you different music. Do, 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 do. Oh that, or, or you pause it, it's like Go to nationwide. You save, or <laughs> like, just adverts start playing. Like, no, fucking throwing adverts in there where they're not necessary. Yeah, looking at you, Amazon Prime, mother lovers. I got rid of my Prime because I don't know why. To be quite honest with you, <laughs> but there we are. Anyway, Jamie, what else is Calum treating? I was Good coffee is better than good tea, but bad tea. Is better than bad coffee, right? Hang on, my brain is going to process this. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh. good coffee is unbelievable. It, I find tea really difficult to nail. I agree with that. Do you know what I mean? Like that—that that, oh. it's really difficult. And then you see these fucking videos online where it's like, don't push the bag against the bowl; you make it bitter. <laughs> don't put the milk in first because that would make you insane. <laughs> you know bollocks so I'm like, you like it well yeah i i do do you leave it how do you leave the bag in for five minutes do you leave it in for one Do you leave it in for 30 seconds like what's the actual amount of time that you... but so my grandma god rest her soul um not Israel, real but still rest her soul um <laughs> was like <laughs> um we should make the most banging team i've had in my life i don't know how she did it It's always with York, right, isn't it? yeah with yorkshire chaser yorkshire's just unbelievable so I would use Yorkshire tea. And I just can't nail it how she used to. It's it's, it's you've it's, got to get it. it's that exact amount of brewiness. But it's yeah. But I how could, never know. how can the only way you can make bad coffee is if you put too many beans in? I imagine. Yeah, I would imagine so. If it, it, I know you don't drink it, but like no. instant, if you put shitloads in, I reckon it'd be like fucking hell. Like you know, make that make your ha- hair. Oh my god, I can't get my words out. Your hair stand on the back of your neck. And back probably knowing as at our age, <laughs> um, <laughs> and toes like <laughs> and toes <laughs> so, so <laughs> weird. It's just like the big toes like, like its own fucking ecosystem. <laughs> You're right on that, David. Um, so, <laughs> are you hungry, Dave? Um, so, but I think he's right because you can't really fuck tea, really. No.
2: I mean, you can do it so it's not great, but you can't really completely fuck it up, can you? You'd ha- No, I think you'd have to actually
0: really try to fuck it yeah. you up. You'd have to actually really have a go, which you know what I mean? So, so good coffee is Yeah, so coffee is the elite. I, don't, I can't believe you don't like it. Not for me. Keras didn't like it either when we were together back in the day. But like, yeah, it was, it's it's the elite. I love coffee. It smells insane. Do you like the smell? no why
2: I don't know I've never liked it I'm not like oh coffee oh get away from me
0: but I'm just not a fan it's not for I me think, I think I'd find that even more amazing if he actually did that in that posh voice <laughs> but yeah because tea you can't really fuck unless you really 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 want to go for it so he's yeah he's bang on
2: he's I'm absolutely bang on I do on, keep but... seeing videos of Americans making them in a microwave that is a
0: way to show yeah but I'll, I'll have I'll love a word yeah. fucking word when I go over there. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I might do. I might go over there, and be like, uh, "Sorry, do you have tea over here?" <laughs> I might take my own bags and like make them taste, have a taste sensation. I, I don't think you're allowed to take your own bags, so are you? You have to declare uh-huh. it or something. It's food, isn't it? So possible. Yeah, that's annoying. Um,
2: I just know if I was over there and I asked someone for a tea and they gave me an iced tea, I would possibly
0: have a tantrum. But do you know what I love? You go into a restaurant or a cafe and coffee is unlimited. Oh. The dream. Why is that not over here? Why is that not over here? The fucking dream. I was in New York and she was like, Coffee, darling. And I was like, uh, yeah. She goes, Oh, it's free refills. I was like, Oh, I, so I'd leave the diner like fucking wired. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) we're (laughs) gonna go to this. It's probably like dude in the van. He probably had too much coffee. (laughs) Well, that's So, yeah. <laughs> I'm the old caffeine, folks. Anyway, Jamie. Anyway. And finally, for the last couple of weeks, what else is Cal treating us this week? You can directly control how strange someone else's day will be just by acting weird. <laughs> That's amazing. That's I'm incredible. so going to start doing that. <laughs> just going to walk into the airport and go.
2: <gasps>
0: you won't believe this guy saw it at the fucking airport. <laughs> He you go, It's fucking ginger twat. It was fucking weird. I don't know what he was doing. He kept making monkey noises while walking like an Egyptian. It was weird. I'm pretty sure that's a fucking song as well. It is. And I would make a joke about who sang it, but I don't know who sang it, so I can't fucking make the joke. The so.
2: bangles, come
0: on. He were fucking bangles, he were. <laughs> fucking mental bastard. Thinking he were a monkey, but singing bangles at me. Walking like a fucking Egyptian over here. Well, yeah. <laughs> I would I'll be honest with you, I do like walking up to my colleagues randomly, walking past us going and I making stupid do you know what I mean, just doing stupid noises and they're like, what the Fuck are you doing? So what we should start doing, Jay, is start getting random words into your sentences. Ooh. It's like, oh hi, yes, I'm here to check in with the suck my dick, and I'm basically <laughs> what I need to get, is it gate four? We used to do that at Sainsbury's because we always fucking
2: hate the store manager. Before we'd have managers meetings, we'd all be like, "Right, let's pick a word," and the competition is to get that word into this managers meeting somewhere. And it'd be like the most weirdest word, and the, the way people get them in there was absolutely super. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We need to bring that back.
0: Yeah, Whatever I was talking. I was talking to the ladies at work today, and they said, so "Oh, no, yeah, they would." Uh, apparently, one was. Oh, let's uh, just have a sit down there for me. Let's get a shtrunk on it. (laughs) And it's just like amazing. That's absolutely amazing. This little old lady, she's like, okay, love. (laughs) Um... (laughs) So basically, if I was to put this ruler against your head, I just want to put a duck in it, okay?
2: (laughs) 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 And he's right because that person walk away going, "I swear he said I want to put a duck on my face with my
0: glasses." I'm so confused, mate. What a weirdo! (laughs) Do you know what, Callum? I want to thank you because i'm now going to have so much more fun in america this week, yeah. the next couple of weeks because i'm gonna start doing that and i'm gonna make them think the brits are mental i was gonna say they're just gonna think you're a quirky brit That's... yeah I, i'm i'm intrigued as to when i just opened my mouth i'm intrigued to see if anybody's like oh my god a british guy or what the fuck are you doing here oh yeah we'll soon see but i'm <laughs> gonna be possible. i'm gonna be so strange Just because it's (laughs) because no fucker knows me over there, so (laughs) it's just going to be so much fun. Yeah, I can't wait. I literally cannot wait, and I I reckon Brain's going to love it. So (laughs) we'll get the Tourettes going. Callum, thank you so much, my friend, for the superb edition of the Treachins. Jamie, I've now got to follow this. Do indeed, sir. It's time for Tom's journal, and welcome to another edition. Of Tom's Journal. Somebody, Jamie, was listening to Whitechapel. Okay? Okay. The album This Is Exile. This is the comment that they put. I not speak English very well, but this music is a fucking... That's it.
2: (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I feel like there should be another word after that, sir. Could you please... Elaborate. He said his
0: English wasn't very well. so well,
2: That's why boy. took a break. It's not feeling very well. No,
0: exactly. <laughs> Unknown numbers call me and expect me to talk first. Well, welcome to the breathing competition. <laughs> 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 I do that, but I've never thought of it as a breathing competition. Whenever I get, they're like, um, oh, I must come your accent. I'm like, my accent? What accent was this? What happened to me? I didn't wonder where my legs had gone. And I'm like, what? I was like, yeah, I'm you actually caught. I'm in heaven right now. So you know, if that doesn't exist, this is where I am. So
2: I don't yeah. let him get that far. I, I literally get a
0: hello, am I talking to a no
2: goodbye,
0: <laughs> let's go. But Jamie, your insurance is due. <laughs> um we owe you one million pounds. Ill maybe the motherfucker. <laughs> me peeling a banana. I'm sorry, sir. May I take your jacket, <laughs> coworker? Also in the bright room. Um, do you think that other people can't hear you?
2: <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! I take a banana to work every day, and that's just ruined it for me. Now <laughs> it's all going to
0: be. Oh, mate! I'm so doing that as <laughs> so I want to go to America. It's the middle of the middle of the grocery store. <laughs> Hello, sir. May I take your jacket? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Jamie, cheese is just a loaf of milk. Oh, no, no. Wait. No. Well, this implies a liquid form of bread. Yeah, beer. Fuck.
2: <laughs> I suppose that's kind of true, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Somebody went to a Pixar meet and greet, okay? Buzz Lightyear, I'm a talking toy. Dory, I'm a talking fish. Lightning McQueen, and I'm a talking car. Guy from Up. My wife died. (laughs) Everyone. Dory, I'm a talking fish.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Dory. Fucking love Dory. (laughs) I still say that first 10, 15 minutes of Up is the most traumatic, depressing thing in film history. It's,
1: oh,
0: heartbreaking. Great movie, though. Is a good film. <laughs> Dad, so how do you make the number one disappear? You add a G and it's gone. My dumbass. One,
2: To be fair, it took me longer than it should have to click onto that. <laughs> oh. I feel like that's something I would say. That's the most upsetting thing about it.
1: One?
0: <laughs> I bought it this morning, called their PTSD Spicy Deja Vu, and I just lost it. <laughs>
1: Oh,
2: that is is the one trend for like the current things kids talk calling things spicy really does make me chuckle because that is great
0: (laughs) oh this is for you you're gonna love this an actual conversation i had with my lawyer lawyer just sent for you you the contract for, you know, I need you to sign it again. Oh, but didn't I already sign it? Yes. Yes, you did, Mr. Collier. You signed it. I'm Batman. (laughs) Look, we've been over this. You cannot sign documents as Batman, the Dark Knight or the Protector of Gotham. Only your full legal name will suffice. Okay, lawyer. Show me a shred of legal evidence proving I'm not Batman. Lawyer, look, are we seriously having this conversation again? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like that. we're having this conversation
2: again <laughs> uh, but he's got a point
0: Where? where's the evidence the fact that Batman's not fucking real Jamie Batman. that might help where's your proof that he's not real although I saw a, a GTA someone's GTA it was Batman on GTA and he kept fucking with this guy because he drove through a red light He's like, apologize to the red light. And he's like, no. He's like, fuck off. Who are you? <laughs> like, over the, <laughs> over the headsets. He's like, mate, just leave me alone. He's like, but Batman, you should apologize to the red light. You drove through a red light. You should apologize. And I just trying to kill him and shoot him run him over. And he keeps ducking and diving and flipping like Batman does. And I was like, this is actually fucking amazing. amazing. And then he catches him and throws him off a building. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh.
0: oh. So I've got a Scottish joke for you, and I really haven't butcher my own fucking accent here. <laughs> Jimmy, what's blue? And if it fell out a tree, it would kill you. Go on. A fridge with a denim jacket
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even finish that about my laugh in my not so Oh, oh <laughs> yeah.
0: so good. It's just, it's just so stupid. <laughs> Oh, oh! They're the best jokes—the stupid ones. I'm trying to imagine, right, what it would take for me to yell at a waiter, serve a waitress, etc. Like, if I ordered an omelette and they brought me a bowl of rats, <laughs> but I'd probably still be like, "Oh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. You seem to brought me someone else's bowl of rats." <laughs>
2: It upsets me when I can relate to these entries sometimes because yeah. I know I'm like, I'll be the same. <laughs> oh. I went, when we went to afternoon tea last week, one of the plates that was there, because it the gave us two, one of them was filthy. I was like, I'll just use the first plate again. It's fine. I won't say anything. <laughs> of
0: course you did. <laughs> but to be fair, I can't respect you for it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Like, kids don't fucking care. They'll be like, oh, why are you so ugly? And then do a cartwheel.
2: I <laughs> could never do a cartwheel.
0: I could never do a cartwheel. I never got my legs up. No. Well, ah, oh, this is going to be fucking hate society. <laughs> a girl from my due dates group on Facebook is having a C-section on December twenty fifth, and she wants to name her daughter Christmas Day. She asked for opinions or other holiday name ideas, and I suggested Noel or Ivy. And she replied, eh, don't know about those. They're kind of weird sounding.
2: Oh, fuck me. What is wrong with these people? Stop giving your children names that they're going to get bullied for when they're older. You fucking Fruit Loops. I love how fucking
0: proper you sound, though. did, really did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Even I heard it that time. Give okay, a couple more. As soon as I get paid, rents due, lights due, car note due, insurance due, mountain due, baby shark due, due, to do to do, 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 do everything dang. Every dang thing's
2: due. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh never forget a baby shark reference on this show. <laughs> to whom is made concern? Vague? Weak. Ignorable. To whom it will concern. Ominous. Strong. Alarming.
2: <laughs> I'm going to start opening my new e- my emails to potential guests like that now. To <laughs> whom it
0: will concern. And finally, Jamie. What is the most useless piece of video game knowledge you know? Somebody replied that the German title for Zelda o- uh, Ocarina of Time it's the silliest fucking thing, and yet no one ever talks about it. Do you want to know what it's called? Ooh. The Legend of Zelda, Das Flutend. <laughs>
1: That's
0: amazing. Never had an interest in Zelda games until right now. <laughs> that that beats everything. I'm not even gonna finish. And that was another edition! <laughs> Of Tom's <laughs> journal. <laughs> That's fucking
2: incredible. It's about getting into
1: schools and talking to young people because, you know, I I know that people can change. Uh, and, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever. And We just need to work together and... Keep on the good fight there. Absolutely.
0: Hey there guys, we are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation.
2: The times are changing, and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults and those who wish to be as different as possible. So thank you very much. To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do, and more importantly, how you can help, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com. Me me, 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 mister... Me Mister Stevens.
0: That was definitely planned. Wasn't actually. Yeah. Jamie, 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 Jamie. i can not even what that was.
2: Okay, you find well, out, and we're gonna get it in a minute. <laughs> It's audience participation, participation time.
0: Participate, participate, bitch. Got it. Yeah, got it. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen,
2: it's time to participate in Jamie's participation challenge.
0: I thought because of the big announcement <laughs> this week, he also bullet for my valentine. I like
2: it. It was good. Nice. <laughs> this week, we said, with the reunion shows of bands like The Blackout, Slayer, and more happening lately, this week we are asking, what band would you like to see reunite, even if it's just for a one-off performance?
0: Slayer we got back together. Yeah, they got back together for like a, a festival show or something. Oh, I, I wonder why people kept talking about them. Yeah. I'd never, I hadn't seen that. Um, I don't really know, mate. I was trying to think about this. I'm trying to think of who I absolutely loved that aren't there anymore. And I generally can't think of anybody. I struggled with this one. I came up with one that
2: I could think of, for definite. Oh. And that's... Even though the band is technically still together, but I want to see Skid Row with their original singer. That is a major bucket list band for me, which I know will never happen because they fucking hate each other. But that is my dream one, just to see them back the original lineup.
0: That's, yeah, I, that's my one. I'll be honest, I c I can't answer. The I don't one? know. Because if I thought of anybody that had broken up, they've all got back together already. Oh, so <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> that's when there's that many bands getting back together now. just yeah. But right, let's get Maybe end, end sync. and good show. Actually, I think they are getting back together. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get some audience answers. Our friend Dan Carter says, Dillinger Escape Plan and Chimera. I never got into Dillinger. No, really I liked to for a couple of Chimera songs, so... Yeah, I've heard a couple of Chimera ones, they were right. Now, this guy normally goes towards the end of the show, but do you know what? Patooey to you, Mally Malpass, because he says kiss, just so I could continue to hate them in real time. There you go. Not happy with you.
0: There you go. He speaks truth. <laughs> No, he doesn't.
2: <laughs> uh, Jade Couchman says the mighty mighty boss tones. I didn't even realise they've broken up to be honest with
0: you. Oh, that was Yeah, they were good.
2: Yeah, they were good. Uh Josh Clark says Daft Punk. Did some great songs. Fair play. Ruby Goodwin, she says, if we're allowed to resurrect the dead, then I'm going to ask for typo negative. Fair. Can't argue that one. And she said also, in that case, if we're resurrecting the dead, can I have Michael Jackson back as well, please? I would have loved to see Michael Jackson live That must be an yeah. incredible show to see Adam Lancaster We have a band that I know of I know are really famous I know lots of people that like them but I don't know them at all And that's Caius He's the main one that springs to his mind I Don't really know Caius Jerry Keane says Good time asking this one guys And then just posts a picture of the Slayer announcement There you go I would quite like to see Slayer again. Joe Coleman, The Smiths. Yep, but I think Morrissey and Thingy fucking hate each other, so that's probably never going to happen. PR Brown, Rage Against the Machine. I swear they only broke up like two weeks ago. Yeah. But he wants them back already.
0: (laughs) Bless him, he's obviously in mourning still. (laughs) He
2: absolutely is.
0: He's feeling that grief.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Andy Powers says, There's only one for me, and that's Oasis. Again, they fucking hate each other. I find a lot of these bands people want back together. They won't happen because the members hate each other now.
0: I reckon, I don't know why, I have a feeling in my guts that Oasis will do a CM Punk. Oasis will come back, I think. I think eventually. Yeah, they will. If the money's right, they definitely will. Yeah. I think I heard some, somewhere recently that Liam offered it to Noel and he's like, nah, I'm busy. Yes, yeah, because um, Liam was the prick, and now Noel's like, I'm not feeling this shit anymore. Pretty much. But yeah. Jerry Keane is back again and says The Jam.
2: They've really got into The Jam. wasn't a Paul Weller fan. Mark Woodyatt says Ruben. Yeah. They That'd be great. Be. Yeah. Uh, Kirsten Sprinks. Again, she's asking Typo Negative if we can bring back Pete. I feel a lot of people miss Typo Negative. Um... Jamie Walker (laughs) this made me laugh a very obscure wrestling reference that very few people are going to get but he wants free MB back together we all do we all do Jamie we all do (laughs) (laughs) apart from Drew McIntyre he probably doesn't (laughs) no (laughs) Donna Stevens new kids on the block I'm amazed that hasn't happened
0: with all these band reunions oh yeah Yeah.
2: I'll give you a couple more Darren Stevens stole oh, my heart it. with this one because I don't care anyone says this song is fucking great because he wants the Osmonds because he cannot get enough of those crazy horses.
0: I love that song. It's I cool. don't I didn't resist the fucking Osmonds. Yeah. I don't piss. Donnie part.
2: and his keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least. It's the man himself, Ryan Williams. He says, so this one's actually a little bit tough for me because the fact that the bands that I want reunited, one or more of the band members is dead. However, if we're able to resurrect the person or get a pass from heaven, because holograms are not the same, I would choose Queen with Freddie Mercury. I'm amazed no one else said that. I would choose Kurt Cobain for Nirvana. I would choose The Beatles and Bob Marley and the Wailers. Oh, and the Rat Pack good choices. Very solid choices. Also, I know this isn't a real band, but I absolutely loved the episode or two on Saved by the Bell when they had this band, the Zack Attack. <laughs> what a reference! I could love a bit of Saved by the Bell. <laughs> and another band that was only for a movie but still love to see Reunited was The Wonders from That Thing You Do. I've never actually seen that film. i heard very good things about it but never watched it.
0: Nope, I'll have to add it to my list. There we are. Well, thank you to absolutely everyone that participated in Jamie's Challenge. We appreciate you so very, very much, as always. Um, and yeah, it's great. That was a good one this week as well, Jason. Good, good shout. But we'd really, really appreciate it uh, if you enjoy Jamie's participation challenge, Tom's Journal, Callum's Preachings, the what at the beginning of the show and the interview. Then you enjoy the other 120 auditions of the Chronicles Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts from Spotify, Google, Apple, etc. But what we'd really like you to do is follow us on all the social medias at TCO Pod. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at TCO Pod, or come on our YouTube at the Chronicles of Podcast. Hit that subscribe button, hit the bell to get notified when new videos are released, and comment to your heart's content. So that's social media at TCO Pod, any social media channel, or YouTube at the Chronicles of Podcast.
2: Before we get out of here, let's say a little thank you to a few of our friends. Every single piece of music you have heard on today's edition was brought to you by the singer-songwriter Matt Roberts. Go follow him on social media at Matt Roberts Music. Go check out all of his beautiful back catalogue of music. There's some absolute bangers there. And of course, we have to say a massive thank you to Mr. Braden Barry and his SayWeCanFly.shop. Head on over to SayWeCanFly.shop, have a look at the beautiful apparel, the vinyl records, the signed lyrics, the signed photos, you name it, it's all there. Add what you like to your basket and enter that discount code, The Chronicles, and get yourself 10% off your order. And of course, we have to say a massive thank you to the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. They are stamping out prejudice, hatred, and intolerance everywhere. And I mean, everywhere. This is not a UK issue. This is a very much a worldwide issue where people of the alternative community are being treated differently just because of the way they dress, the music they listen to, whatever it may be. So head to the website sophielancasterfoundation.com, familiarise yourself with Sophie's story and find out what you can do to help. And last but not least, massive thank you to this handsome fellow right here. Thank you, mate. Right back at you. Another
0: glorious addition in the bag. A Glorious addition indeed, sir. Frank, thank you so much for taking time out. you're insanely busy schedule to sit and chat to us it was so much fun and we yeah. definitely can always do it again for a proper longer and more in-depth interview uh, but Jamie as for this week we're going to see you all in three weeks time ooh break goodbye everybody
2: bye, bye.